that's me again doing the 49th episode of the podcast um it is 22:22 at night pm um i'm sat in the living room gracie the cat is with me she seems somewhat um excitable she has um been out in the evening and uh you know came came in with a grunt i fed her some of her favorite cold chunks of beef in gravy um and now she's kind of having a wash on the floor in front of me and um there's a there's a tough choice for her ahead for the evening um as she's going to decide whether she's going to um nestle down on the rocking chair or sit in the corner of the sofa um so for for context here we've got a um an l-shaped sofa enough seats for for four i would say you probably you could fit five but there's no leg room for the fifth member so like if you picture an l shape the person who's right on the right angle i'm not sure what they're doing with their legs i guess they're going to have to kind of adopt some sort of yoda position um which you know I, I, I'd probably put a small child there, but I feel like they almost don't deserve the the comfort of the right angle. Um I'm, I don't necessarily know if I like it. Perhaps I would take that seat because it's the most nestled. Um it's the furthest away from any exit of the sofa, meaning that if anyone gets up to go get a drink, it's not going to be me. So I'm not going to get the round in, so to speak, for the family if we're having like a family event and people are sat on the sofa. Um, anyway, you're not here for politics. Um, it is episode 49. I don't know if I mentioned that. If I did, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm battling being sick of my mouth here. Um, <laughs> and... Um, it's an interesting time because I'm kind of, I'm trying to figure out the logistics of episode 50 and I have a good idea in mind, um, in principle, but I don't really want to, um, I don't want to share it just yet in case, you know, something happens between then and now. Like, like I sabotage my own friendships with, with people and stuff, but um, you know, let that be let that be a teaser for you, friends. I know it might seem like a bit far fetched to you, like how could I possibly have friends? But I've got a couple of uh, a couple of friends hidden up my sleeve, in the pocket of my dungarees, um, so. We'll see if I can, uh, you know, see if I can get a favour from them. But uh, I'm kind of, I'm quite excited to to do episode fifty. Um, 
I guess there's kind of two um, two what's the word milestones coming up soon I've got episode 50 but then I've also got you know a year a year in podcasting a year since the first podcast which coincidentally was um, I first did the podcast when we went into lockdown last year um, the first of our two lockdowns so far and um, I'm interested to see if the you know the anniversary the first anniversary podcast we're also in lockdown because um, we're currently battling a bit of a near miss at the moment and um, I say near miss there's a few COVID cases and like some people well I say some people <laughs> the people who need to know aren't really sure where they're from which to me seems like a bit of a red flag um, anyway I've spotted a fly I've spotted a fly that I'm going to swat so I'll do that and you can have yourself a little bibbidi bobbidi and I'll be back in three seconds time <laughs> I got the fly. Um, he was actually only mild. I say it was a he. Got a bit of a big fat she. Or an it. I'm not sure. But um, I I got them. And um, they were briefly stunned. Gracie the cat turned up from being outside. Um, she was very talkative upon arrival. So I... I fed, I, I gave her um, some of her favourite uh, beef chunks and gravy, um, which she was very pleased with. She has since joined me here in the living room, where she initially was going to eat the fly. It is a big fat fly. Um, the fly in its stunned state was kind of walking off. Gracie was sort of having a think about eating the fly, but even Gracie, and she is frankly a very gross cat at times, even she thought this fly is, is gross. So she let it go, and she's now going to sleep on a rocking chair. And it's very funny when she, when she jumps on the rocking chair, because obviously the chair rocks when she jumps on it, and that scares her every time. So when she jumps on it, she kind of has to, she sort of, you know, steadies herself for a while before really settling down. And what's funny is Gracie's quite a small cat, but she's quite an old cat. So she doesn't often show her age, but she really does show her age when she's jumping on the rocking chair. She looks like an old cat because she's kind of, she's not quite as agile as perhaps she once was. I think for a, for a young supple cat, jumping on a rocking chair would be not an issue whatsoever. But for Gracie, it's a, it's a good win because it's a rocking chair right next to the radiator, which she enjoys. But um, 
You know, there's an element of danger. There's some peril in there. And I think she very much, she's not about that life anymore. But it's a risk she's willing to take. And that's, that's you know, hats off to her. Um, and she's settling down now for the evening. So, uh, yeah, after a long day of catting, getting ready for bed again. Speaking about that, it's been a beautiful day today, and it has been for probably, well, it's Monday now, Monday night now, and it's been nice since Friday, you know, like wall-to-wall nice as well, like not-a-cloud-type nice. Um, Not necessarily warm-warm, but I did wear a T-shirt and shorts, for Saturday, Sunday. So I suppose that does qualify as warm. But then again, I, I, I'm probably one of those people that, you know, will will bust out the shorts where possible. Not necessarily where appropriate, but where possible I will do it. Um, and it was possible to wear shorts, so I did so. Um, I didn't do too much with the good weather um as i mentioned before or maybe i didn't i've i've tried to record this podcast a couple of times now um so apologies if i didn't but we we have just battled or we're in the the midst of a battle with a bit of a near miss on the old covid and saturday sort of 3 p.m um things seemed a bit leery and the government told us to stay at home even though there there wasn't any kind of official law so i was about to get myself a coffee and go for a bit of a walk further afield from my village of residence and instead turned away turned home and well no i didn't turn home actually i went to the beach um in a uh a frankly uh, reckless flouting of the the suggestions that that the government put forward. They said go home, and I thought, wow, the weather's nice. So I'm going to go to the beach. Um, in my defence, there wasn't no one near me on the beach. I very much sort of sat by myself and did some writing. Um, I was mostly. Um, kind of writing about my annoyance with people who seem to really revel in um it's hard to really explain and i think it's probably a phenomena that is um highlighted by being resident on a small island like this <clears throat> where kind of you know, news travels fast. Someone always knows someone somewhere where there's a big story, and you'll usually hear about it through those means. And part of the problem is that, um, you know, r- rumor, the rumor mill here is incredibly active. And um, often embellished with lies. Now, don't get me wrong, I love a good lie. 
I know some excellent liars who um, purely make things up for their own entertainment. Um, they're never malicious. They're just they're just strange. Oh God, they're just strange. Um, like me. So yeah, but our problem over here is that any sort of COVID news is usually um, kind of accompanied by um, conjecture from people who I'm not entirely sure, but I think that's what I want to explore as, um, as part of this podcast. I think my, 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 analysis of the people who whom I have um, exhibited or whom I have seen exhibit these um, this kind of uh, mindset I guess they they seem to be the most concerned about the covid so, Part of me, I, part of me has a sympathy because I think that that has been interesting. The, the pandemic has highlighted kind of true colours of some, uh, and not not necessarily all in a negative way. Like some people have really stepped up, and I'm not talking about myself, even though, of course, the you know my my response to the pod, uh, the the pandemic was to create the podcast now. I would like to think that the podcast brings, um, you know, has brought people some joy in a, a time of of uncertainty, but, you know, probably it hasn't. But maybe one person, and that would be enough for me. That would be enough for me to have done a good job. But then some people have done really good things, like anyone working for the NHS right now. Um all of the people who have, you know, raised funds for charities and all of that. That's good. But then there are others who just seem to be major panickers. Now, I don't want to belittle the significance of the pandemic and, you know, um, the, frankly, the tragedy of some of the lives lost. Um, but... It's what, what what frustrates me at times is how, and this actually had this happened like last week. Some people seem to revel in this this notion of being in the know. So they'll say things like, "I've heard this gym has shut because four members have it, and there is a an office building um, that's also shut. Everyone's been sent home." blah, 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 all of this stuff, the COVID's coming out and the government are going to tell us we're in lockdown at 4pm and you find yourself at 4.30pm, the, the government have done a briefing and they've said there's minimal risk to the, um, to the general public and it's business as usual. And, you know, the people who've been spreading 
these rumours just kind of get to crack on as normal. Because I don't... Well, I haven't had the heart to call anyone out on it. And I don't think anyone does because it's a bit of a Larry time. And as I say, I have some sympathy because I think the people who I've seen show these sorts of behaviours, they seem to be the ones who are most worried about it. And I think possibly in a way these people get um, too nervous about it or so nervous that they they kind of try and fact find and then... Um, yeah, they, they try and fact find when in fact there, there are no facts to be found. Or, well, certainly not for them to find. You know. So I'm, I, I guess, I, I find myself a little annoyed though because to me, it seems to be kind of this enjoyment there's there seems to be i i sense a tone of enjoyment of uh like what's the word um like attention seeking sometimes where people are they want to be seen as the first person to know and they like telling other people because then they can discuss it and then they can t catastrophize and then they can, you know, just pro essentially, you know, make everyone else's uh, mental state worse or bring everyone down to their level, um, you know, of just low level anxiety, kind of constantly living in fear in a way when I think the, the key is to just you know take everything live in the moment as each moment passes so you know when the government says something they say something and you follow those rules and until they say something you don't do anything and you don't pretend like you know you don't pretend like you're in the you know the 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 special meetings and stuff and that you've heard that blah 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 has happened and that something is going to be shut down i just think it it shows really poor side of people because i just think i think people should respect you know how other people deal with these with these things and when i say that i mean you shouldn't feel the need to constantly you know put the weight of your anxiety on other people um you know i think if you're worried about it talk to people and and rather than kind of masking it with some sort of like, um, you know, faux knowledge that scaremongers people, 
you should probably just tell someone that you trust that you're worried about it and then go from there. Um, because, like, as I said before, like, I think we should probably respect everyone's response to these things. So I'm not even necessarily against this reaction to the COVID. I just think that it doesn't help to be catastrophizing it. It doesn't help to spread unsubstantiated um, information. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I did on Saturday. I was writing about that and I wrote about it. I was a bit more angry at the time because I was like, it was a nice day and I was enjoying the weather and like people were just WhatsApping, just like, you know, guesses. And these aren't, well, yeah, it was WhatsApp, Facebook, all this stuff. And ultimately none of what they were saying even came to pass. They just, you know, they just said stuff. And um, I found it real, really frustrating. So I wrote about them and I wrote a lot of swear words about them as well. And it was quite cathartic. And then I went for a big walk in the sun. And Sunday was also nice because I did basically the same thing. Excuse me. Sorry about that anyway. I realised that was like a 10 minute sort of rant. But I was struggling to put words to it. But And I still am not sure if, I, if I've properly explained it. But yeah, it's this kind of gross like almost perversion towards knowing things before other people um, to the extent where you start spreading rumours. I think, I mean, take the COVID out of it. It's just a really gross personality trait. Like, I hate gossipers. Um, now, don't get me wrong. When there's actual gossip to talk about, when there's truth to talk about I love gossip but when it's like you know just guesses and you know dots drawn is that a word? draw the dots? join the dots when it's dots joined <laughs> um, I'm less enthusiastic so there's that um, what was I going to talk about? oh yeah Gracie's gone to sleep now, so I've I've spoken her to sleep. Um, and speaking of animals sleeping, what is pretty interesting is I just learned that um, hibernation, animals don't go to sleep. Well, they do, but they don't sleep the whole way through, or at least some of them don't. And when I say some of them, I mean a majority, a lot of them. This could be me making this up. I could be doing exactly what I said you shouldn't do. But I'm talking about animals. They don't have... Well, I was going to say they don't have feelings, but I think it's more appropriate to say they, the animals won't ever hear this podcast. And if they do hear the podcast, they won't understand what I'm saying. So they won't know that I'm bad-mouthing them. 
and lying about them. So it's okay to do that because I don't think they have a concept of lying and I don't think they would feel betrayed by me lying about them sleeping. Anyway, my point is this. Some animals then that hibernate, they don't sleep. It's actually just they basically become slobs for months where they their metabolism slows down and their heart rate slows down and they just generally are slower for some months. And that's kind of ruined hibernation for me because I always had this image of, you know, lots of animals going to bed, eating lots of food and then going to bed. And it therefore made me feel better about, you know, um, it being midnight and me eating a massive bowl of crunchy nut clusters and then going to bed and me thinking, well, I'm hibernating like a grizzly bear would. Um, I don't know if grizzly grizzly bears hibernate. I think a black bear does, but grizzly bears are kind of cooler. Um, Actually, that's interesting. I still have, um, when I was born, I believe it was my auntie. This is my auntie who can't bake, bless her. She's a good woman, but she can't bake. And she knows this, and I've discussed this before. In fact, I think it was on the last podcast. Anyway, um, when I was born, pretty sure on the day I was born, she presented... This might not even be true. I don't even know if it's from her. But basically someone, and I think it was my auntie, um, had been to Canada, which is the place of my father's birth. So I'm... Yeah, I I would say I'm half Canadian. I guess I am. Um, there was It was a grizzly bear toy, cuddly toy, from Canada to kind of represent my Canadian roots or my that part of me. And um, I still have it. He's called Grizzly and he's a big legend. Um, and I guess I'm going to keep him forever. And when, when I do have uh, Rob the 14th, so when I have a young, uh, a child, a boy child, um, he's going to have to be called Rob and he'll be, I'm told reliably, that I am the 13th Rob in a row, or at least I'm more than 10. Initially, I thought I was the fourth in a row, but it turns out I'm a lot more than that. Um, So when I have a a young boy, he's going to have to be called Rob, unfortunately, for the, uh, the lady whom might have to deal with that so I'm sorry in advance um but he will probably get he will be he will inherit Grizzly the bear and he's cool he's a cool bear I used to sleep like he used to sleep in my bed every night until I was probably quite old to be honest I think I only took them out like I say took them out. I think they were like in my bed, but I wasn't really like doing. They weren't. They weren't taking an active part in my sleep. I.e., I wasn't like hugging them, but I think they were kind of stewarding my bed up to about sixteen, which is so embarrassing. 
Um, not sure why I even shared that. Um, I, yeah, like I say, though, I didn't feel like they needed to actively be there, but they just, that was where they were kept. And I'd felt, it felt wrong to put them away in a cupboard. And even now, now that I'm talking about them, I have a few stuffed animals, but Grizzly the bear was kind of the main, he's the main man. Because um, he's my age. Well, he's actually older than me, but, you know, we met on my day of birth. So he's technically my closest friend, which is also terribly sad. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so even now, for like thinking about it, I feel guilty because they are in a, they're in my wardrobe kind of away. Part of me does think I might get him out, but... No, because you sort of can't. It's socially not acceptable. Not that there's much of a danger of any, you know, a, a lady, you know, happening across my my bedroom at any stage soon. But I think it would be difficult to explain away. So I guess he's just going to have to sit tight in my uh, in my wardrobe. I'll have to think about a good idea of what to do with him though, because he's a legend and he deserves to see the light of day. Um, yeah, anyway, grizzlies might hibernate, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, they sort of just go about their business, but with less vigor. And that's pretty much me when I've had less than seven hours sleep. So, you know, probably me tomorrow, because every podcast night I tend to be up later than I normally am because I'm sort of faffing. So... Tomorrow I'm in, I'm in hibernation, and I wish I could use that as an excuse, but I sadly can't. Um, yeah, but that's a bit interesting, isn't it? I mean, you know, I, I can't help but feel like I was taught that at school. So if that's sort of broadly wrong, what else is broadly wrong that we learned at school? Um, probably something to think about. Anyway, I'm going to do a bibbidi-bobbidi. And I'll do the the outro. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else. I'll see you in two and a half seconds. Hi. <laughs> I caught myself off guard there. Um, yeah, uh, I'm now just going to sign off, I guess. Um like I say, I have plans for episode 50, <clears throat> but I don't necessarily want to reveal them just yet. Well, how about this? Um, I, I'm thinking, I'm just trying to think how I'm going to say this. I'll say this, right, today... I discussed with a with a man who is a young man an idea and the young man agreed. <laughs> That's what I'll say. The young man agreed. Now there's there's a chance well, I haven't even spoken to the to one of the other parties that I'm thinking about. But what I will say is one of the other parties 
is, well, he would describe it as a purty. <laughs> we'll leave it with that. Um, he would describe it as a purty. <laughs> um, so we'll see. I I somehow suspect we won't we won't hear from him <laughs> just yet. I don't know if we're ready. Maybe 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 for this maybe for the anniversary episode. We'll see. But there is a young man who who has agreed to my proposal. So we will see what comes of that. And I'm excited because it's something different. Um you know, it won't necessarily be me sat um in my living room at basically bedtime um talking my cat to sleep. Um yeah, so that I'm I'm looking forward to that. That might be a weekend activity, um, which also is quite nice because it takes the pressure off doing the podcast like in the week on a Monday. And yeah. Until then, um, thank you for listening. Once again, I can't quite believe you made it this far. Um, always remember to be kind to yourself, because if you can't be kind to yourself, how could you ever know how to be kind to other people, you know? Um, and, yeah, it's uh, life is life is good. Always remember that. And I'll speak to you another time. Goodbye.